0: Hello lads, welcome to the Fanatics Football Cup podcast, official home of the Fanatics Football Cup, basically recordings of me and Tom, some other people join us sometimes, talk football, talk fantasy, shit banter, bad jokes, enjoy. Good evening, gents, and welcome to another Fantasy Football Cup podcast. It is going into Cup Week 9, Game Week 18, and we've got a packed agenda and a guest for you. First of all, though, before we go into our secret guest, Mr. Brookman joins me. How are you, Tom?
1: I'm very good, mate. I've got two days left at work, and then it's Christmas, two weeks off.
0: Come on! Exactly the same yeah. as me, then. Get oh, in there. Back Lovely. Back, back a minute. You... you... Oh, uh... Sort of phase return, mate. If, if of... you're a
1: fantasy football player, what would you be? 75% chance?
0: Yeah, I'm not quite Jack Wilshire, but I am yeah. prone. I am prone. Yeah, yeah I'm not quite there. Um, and obviously, we have a, a guest on tonight, so I'll introduce him by asking that classic question we always ask him. How is that spot on your ass? It's not too
2: bad, thanks, Matthew. I'll show Sweet. you. To you. <laughs> hello, Matt. Hello, Tom. And hello, hello. listening.
0: Welcome, James.
2: Thank you for having me on.
0: You looking forward to it, fella?
2: I am indeed. I've got a nice little topic that's been brought up before, so I'm waiting to get my teeth into that
0: one. Good stuff, good stuff. Belting to have you on, mate. I know you've got commitment, so it's been a struggle before with work and stuff to get you on, but just before Christmas, it's like it's come early getting you here, mate. That's Lovely. It. F- finally done it. That's what we wanted. <laughs> so we've got a packed agenda on, so the standard, we will go through our results Tables and fixtures. Um, we're then going to go through what would be our Premier League five aside this season for nineteen twenty. We have then got Tufts' topic, who Tufts has got his own one to bring to the table, which he's just touched on. We'll go through the dreaded quiz, see how Tufts gets on with that. We'll pick out a couple of fixtures in the in the Fantasy Football Cup and give our opinion on it. We'll of course do our Premier League fixture predictions, and then we'll tell you. A differential player who may or may not be shit they will, all be shit. <laughs> will be shit probably will be shit probably will be shit right let's let's go for them chaps then um group a I'll, I'll hand over to our classified reporter tom brookman uh
1: for the fantasy football cup group a aaron 84 matt 59 or oh. shit. shit uh liam 58 ash 51 Tom thirty nine, James Tuffy, oh, sixty eight. Get in. Oh. You say 30, 39? Yep, I did. Yeah, um, I think it uh, the lowest score by some way last week. So well on James, good good victory. Um, group B: Matt Beber fifty three, Ben Gerrish fifty seven, Dan Rogers sixty eight, John Cox fifty four, Hayden sixty seven, Dan Hooker sixty seven.
0: The first draw of the season.
1: Oh, groups 58. Andy, 37. Oh, no, I'd have beaten Andy. Get in. (laughs) Um, Mark, Mark Cook, 52. Joe, 60. Steve, 71. Kev, 64. Alex, 67. Oh, sorry, group D. Alex, 67. John P, 55. Jamie, 66. Nick, 51. And Luke 44, Spencer
0: 90. 9090. What a huge lunch. Yeah, battered Luke. Absolutely battered.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I'll give you a quick run through around the tables. So, what on that,
1: how, how are those tables looking on the website, by the way? I,
0: I mean, obviously, I think they look great, but I'm part of the, the oh. admin team here. Tufts, have you seen the new table layout? Yeah, I love them. They're absolutely fantastic. Got the
2: colour coding in there and everything. It's very, very good work, Tom.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I, I was proud of that little brainwave. Was um, yeah.
0: It was just nice to see a little cue by my...
1: Uh, yeah, well done, mate. Well done.
0: Yeah, well done. I was just, just going to say, it must be nice seeing the queue in the bracket. So, we'll go to Group A. So, Tuffy's at the top. He has qualified. <laughs> well done, Tuffers. Brie. He's there. He's got 18 points and plus 60 points difference. Well done, son. Well done. In second place, we've got Aaron with 15 points. Then it's myself on 12 points. And then we have three players on nine points, which is Liam, Ash and Tom in that order. Um, it's getting tight, isn't it, boys? We've only got much, two games to go. So, tough, yeah. toughs through. Um, if, Aaron, if Aaron wins, he's guaranteed through. And then it, it sort of comes down to the bottom four, myself, Liam, Ash and you, Tom, to battle it out. Yep. Um, any of us out of those four can drop out of the, the competition completely. So, it's getting to into crunch time.
1: I, I think, realistically, we could all win one more game and someone could go out on 12 points.
0: Yeah, it could happen. I think it could happen. It's, um, it's Yeah, it's horrible. not
1: looking too great for me with my points difference. Yeah, but minus, hey.
0: minus 59. Oh, Come on. <laughs> game on, game on. Group B. Uh, so we've got no one has qualified from this at all. So it's still all to play for. Hayden on sixteen points after the the draw, the the shock sixty-seven apiece draw with Hooker. Uh, we then got Beber on fifteen, Dan Rogers on twelve, Hooker on ten, and John Cox nine with Ben Gerrish. Bottom of the pile on nine again. He always likes to be in the bottom of the pile but, of a, a load of blokes. But he did
1: beat he did beat Matt Beber at the weekend, so he beat the top of the group.
0: Yeah, four points. Yeah, four point swing. So but
1: in in that in that group, the the draw has blown it wide open in terms of qualification it, it makes it really hard for the people below the two people with the draw just gives them that little a little nudge
0: yeah it's actually literally one extra point in the box as so I say if even if Rogers wins Hayden's still of by that one sneaky point so yeah yeah no one officially qualified from that group yet so really interesting um, group C Jacko's got a Q next to his name um, not surprising he's got 21 points more than anyone else in the competition And plus 95 points difference. Seven out of eight wins for Jacko. That's incredible. That's incredible. Um, Cookie, 15 in second place. Go on, Cookie's Club.
2: Go on, Cookie.
0: Does Cookie even know how well he's doing in this competition?
2: Well, I have to admit, I don't think he does. (laughs) Um, And the last, I think, four or five game weeks, he hasn't actually touched his team. So I'm going to have to have a word with him because he's, he's, he's kind of given up, but I think he's looking at his league position more than the cup.
0: Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Maybe Group, that's his motto. True, yeah. It could well be. It might be worth showing him, Group C, and saying, actually, you're, uh, you're doing you're pretty good, well right. mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe Murphy up to 12 points with his win over Cookies Club, so into that third place. And then you've got Glenn on nine, Andy on nine in that order. So Glenn's sort of really tough. He's, he he's come back. Me. He's turned it around. Didn't he? Yeah. He's doing well. It is a real chance for him to go through. Um, and then, oh, your dad, tough. what's he doing on six points? You know, two seasons he's having, champion. He's having an absolute
2: shocker, isn't he? Absolute shocker. He, he he don't think he'll turn it around either. He thinks he's out. He's gone.
0: Does he? He's, oh. Oh, he's lost faith. Typical Q, QPR
1: fashion. The minute things go wrong, he just throw it in, <laughs> yeah. throw in the towel. It's very
2: likewise forever, isn't it? That's what we <laughs> like. Clubs in blue.
1: Well, we're unbeaten in the last two mates so you know
2: fantastic news that is tom
0: yeah i know they've hit some hit some real form fortunately they're playing, they're playing what... us next <laughs> come on <laughs> uh group d uh spencer well done spence big shout you've qualified uh 18 points plus 108 the best points difference in the competition superb mate well done uh who j. b. jamie roberts the welshman he is can continue fulfilling our disability and international quota in. <laughs> I was just about
2: to do the same, Tom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jamie's qualified as well, well done, lad. Um, up to eighteen points. He's probably got a semi here in that noise. He probably has. Probably has. It's turned into a bit of a, a blue pod. This bit of blue. Um, so that's two. Jacko's a Jacko's a blue. Jacko's isn't he? a massive blue. Massive blue. Uh, Alex Booth in third place on fifteen points. Um. John Perkins on nine, Luke on six with Nick Davidson on six. Nick on minus 83 points difference. Do you remember about, oh, 12, I don't know, about 10, 12 weeks ago, Nick Davidson giving it the big one?
1: Yeah. It's not... It was that when he played 2 1 2.
0: Yeah, so he's on the worst run of form of anyone in the cup with uh, six defeats on the bounce.
1: Matt, who's lost Who's lost five on the bounce? I mean, I'm just asking Group A. Someone
0: else, haven't they? Um, I believe he cuts grass. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Miller. Mr. Miller, that's the one. Mr. Miller.
1: Five, five in a row defeats. So um Just thought I'd bring that up, you know, to make myself feel better.
0: I'll quickly whip through the fixtures this week before we go on to our, our cheeky five aside to Group A. Aaron versus you, Tom. You confident?
1: Yeah. Um, well, you know, it is what it is, isn't it? I mean,
0: are the boys ready? Are they up for it?
1: <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, big dunks have, have been taking the training sessions, so... You know if anyone lets lets him down and they'll be dead
0: yeah Will he be, is he is yeah. he been wearing a jacket to train in
1: um no, he just turns up in a y Y-fronts with his little sweatpants on
0: does not surprise me uh so you yeah. versus Aaron. uh I'm playing Liam. I think that's going to be a really tough game, really tough, and then tough obviously yeah. you've already qualified, but you're versus miller how are you confident going into this one
2: uh fairly confident although i've had I've had a bit of bad form recently um and I've had one or two managers ringing me, you know, to see what, what team I was chucking out there and whether I could rest a few players. So, I won't make... No, I need you stuff. to be...
1: Go full strength. So we've yeah, you...
2: done that, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see come, come Saturday.
1: Yeah. Uh, I need a 50-point 50, 50 Tuffy victory, please. To be yeah.
2: fair, I think I am going to make a few few transfers, so no really one... Oh, really gonna make no. Me. Oh. Come on,
0: Tuffy. Hey, we need you league. to win that. We need you to win Tuffy, that.
1: Tuffy, I, I know... All your players will be London-based, though, in true Tuffy of course, style.
0: Of course, of course. Well, I
2: think I've got six that are all playing each other anyway, so, and they're they're both London-based. <laughs> oh. <So, laughs>
0: Christ, Christ. Uh, I so, don't really,
2: cool. want to put any Arsenal Arsenal players in there? If I'm honest, Tom.
0: <laughs> no, you want to win games, mate. You want to win yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. So going into Group B, you've got Beber versus Hayden. That's a huge game. That's a huge game. And spoiler, I'm going to I'm gonna cover that one for my fixture pick. So then you've got Dan Rogers versus Gerrish. Can Gerrish take his, his last win into this game? And then Hooker, King Hooker off the back of his draw against John Cox, hoping to win by a nose. So some good games there. And obviously Group B, really tight, undecided. Uh, group C, you've got Glenn versus Jacko's of Blue. Big game in the chat, that one. Uh, Cookies Club against Beasley, Kev versus Joe Murphy. So only Jacko through on that group. And finally, Group D. You have got Alex Booth versus Luke Diath, Jamie who's qualified against Johnny P. Spencer qualified versus bottom of the group, Nick Davidson. Who, if he, I think he doesn't win this week, he's gone. So that's a tough ask. Again, that could be so, a route so That that could be a round. That could, that's not a match of a day job. That could be a crime watch job. Radio. that's the fixtures this week. Should we, should we go on to our, our little five-a-side game?
1: Yeah, this is a new feature, isn't it, Mike? You, you came up with this, you texted me, was it earlier today and just said, oh, how about we chuck this in?
0: Yeah, so um, the idea I had was you pick a Premier League five-a-side team purely from players this season. So you want players who are currently in form. You're not looking at past players years and years ago. You're looking at who's in form this season. You pick five-a-side. You can pick the formation as long as you've got a goalkeeper. And the rule is you can only pick one player per club, <coughs> which makes it a bit more interesting. So, who, who wants to go first?
1: Um, I, I don't mind it. Oh, shall I open it? Come on, yeah, Tom, I mean, you've
0: you've already in. sort of said you might have a bit of a differential side here.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I found out me and you had a couple of the same players. So, I, I changed them up because I thought I can't be doing that. Um, don't want to go too template. So, between the sticks, I've gone for Lucas Fabianski.
0: So he he's injured at
1: the moment. Yeah, but, you know, he can lie down on his sides, can't he, in five sides? He's got a big head. Um, he's a good shot stopper. I just thought, who's the best shot stopper in the Premier League? And he, he was the first name that popped into mind. Um, and I've gone for a 2-1-1 formation, so quite defensive. Um, and I've gone for Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Ooh. I watched him at the weekends and I just thought he's just brilliant, isn't he? Like, no one could get past him. It was, uh, I think, a few weeks in a row, like, even Raheem Sterling the other weeks just struggled to get around him. And then the other defender I've gone for is Nathan Ake. Um, so I thought, I want someone who's got a goal threat about him. Um, so one bissaka and Ake at the back. Midfield, I wanted someone creative. So I've gone for David Silva.
0: Mm, El Mago. He's a good player. And he's, he's having a good season, to be fair. He's just been under the radar.
1: Yeah, and up front, I thought I want someone who's an out-and-out poacher, so I've gone for Danny Ings. Interesting.
2: Interesting. Yeah, that is quite a yeah. controversial side there, Tom. <laughs> so, you
1: know. Yeah, but you know, I think I think they'd do a job. Um, they're small as well, so they'd be able to get round on a on a little fiver side pitch. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: No, no big lumber lumbersome players or anything like that. So yeah, I mean,
2: nice.
0: little.
1: I've gone for I've gone for s- s- small physique and quick
0: yeah fair enough toughers have you have you gone for the same sort of idea uh not really no no i've gone more
2: uh template if 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 you stay um but my my keeper choice um is a little bit i've gone for ramsdale for Bournemouth okay um i just think with a good defense in front of him he could be a very good keeper but obviously Obviously, Tom's picked Ake. He's a very good defender for Bournemouth. But other than that, they don't really have any many very good defenders, I don't believe. So I've gone for Ramsdale. Fair enough. Uh, then I've gone for a solid. I've gone same as Tom, uh two one one formation. formation. Um, I've gone for a solid defender in Van Dijk. Very solid. He's an absolute rock at the back. Um, then my other defender is Pereira for Leicester.
0: He's quality. Oh, good cheese quality, just because
2: he's very he, he's very attacking minded, but he can also defend as well. So, he, you know, if we want to switch it up to a one two one at one stage, then we can. Um, in midfield, I've gone for De Bruyne, just because I think he's an absolute masterclass. He can ping a shot from wherever he is on a five side pitch, and he can thread balls and stuff like that. And up front, I've gone for a natural goal scorer. Again, he can score from five yards out or he can score from 35 yards out. And I've gone back to my London, London <laughs> wave, Harry Kane. Oh. Um, I just think, yeah, he can score from anywhere on the pitch, just like De Bruyne. So, mm. that, that's my
0: 5 nice. That's a good side. It's a good side. We haven't gone... I mean, I haven't, I've got two of those players mentioned, but mm-hmm. in, in goal, I've, um, I've gone for Leno. Now, now, if you look at it, Arsenal's shit. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that. But he's made more saves than any other keeper this season.
1: Yeah, it's because you're shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, that, yeah it's because we are shit. But he's still, he's, <laughs> he's still making them. Um, I think,
1: yeah, but how many is he letting in?
0: Oh, so many. Um, but no, I, I I put him in there. I think generally he is a very good goalkeeper. And I would... Even this is a very bold prediction, but to say when Neuer leaves Bayern, they'll look at him.
1: Um,
0: I, I you know, right, I'm, I'll put that out there. I'll put that out there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm playing only one defender, two midfielders, one attacker.
1: Um, oh, he's open at the back. Uh,
0: I've gone, I've gone for Ake as well, Tom.
1: Oh, great player. Yeah,
0: I think he's, I think Bournemouth are really going to miss him now he's injured, and that will show how good he is. He's, he's... I think
1: they'll miss him when they sell him in January as well. You know They reckon
0: he's got a £40 million clause for Chelsea. And they first refusal. And I think they'll go for him. Yeah, he... I think you'd easily
1: pay that, wouldn't you? If you're Man City, you'd pay that as well. Yeah, I think he's you know? a
0: very, very tidy player. Um But my midfield, I've gone De Bruyne again. I don't think you can avoid him. He's so, so good. He fucking ripped us apart on Sunday. Um, so, so good. And he gets back and forth, so I'm just going to say he can be almost like a box-to-box guy, and he's pick, help out Ake at the back. I'm going to say Mane is going to be my other attacking midfielder, because he's fucking classing. let's face it. He's probably in the top three in the world at the moment. And then, up front, it's, it's that party, in it? It's the big party up top, Jamie Vardy. Pookie! No, oh, not, Vardy. That, not that shit. Jamie Vardy. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's not a bad 5 sighting. team. Uh. Yeah.
2: That's not bad, mate. I have to admit, you started off, I thought, wow, what your team going to be like with Leno at the back? But yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Hopefully, he won't have to do much.
2: But, no, that's it. Maybe not.
0: Maybe not.
1: He will with just one fucking defender in front of him. Just one ball over the top and he's screwed.
0: Nah, be fine, lads. It'll be fine. But yeah, that's that's our 5 side But we thought we'd give that a go this week. And Obviously, if any of the lads want to have a pop at theirs, let us know or send it into the chat or whatever. And Yeah, we'll, or, we'll...
1: or tweet them. Tweet them.
0: Yeah, stick it. Yeah. Tweet us at FF underscore cup and let us know your five-a-side team. Little plug there. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Fucking seamless. Fucking seamless. Radio, tough topic. So, um,
2: yeah, moving on to my topic. I've actually gone back to a topic that's already been brought up before um, from young Ben Gerrish. And it, it was about automatic substitutions and then if your captain doesn't play it obviously automatically goes to your vice captain and so on um and his big bugbear was the week that sterling didn't play um and then quite a lot of people had kdb as their vice captain and he didn't um but i'm just i just didn't know where he was going with it really um so if he wants to come back on the pod and answer this question and so on then
1: You're calling him out, you're calling out another guy
2: Get in You know, rules are rules and we all know how fantasy football works We've done it for Mm. many years and I just didn't get his point really because I think he was just chucking his toys out the pram because he didn't have KDB as his vice Um, and we all did because, well you know there is a pep lottery from week to week Sterling was playing really well, but you know he deserved a rest, so you know it's just one of those things it's just luck. it happens, like yeah. I said, it's the rules, and that's just the way it is so that's i
0: just i don't know I just thought it was a pointless topic if that, so if are Boston... you saying are you saying obviously he his toys about? Are you basically saying that that week you know he just didn't pick the right advice, just didn't play it right
2: this is it, this is it and and he only picked out that one week, and it was only because he got badly burnt by it, he started crying about it.
0: <laughs> um, but
2: you know, there's, there's 38 game weeks a year, and he picked out one, and I just think he just—I don't know—I just think it was pointless, personally. Um,
0: I think, oh, yeah, no, I think I, I think that's fair. What you, I think—did <laughs> um, he mention anything about like automatic subs as well Is anything like that?
2: Yeah, so obviously, yeah, the automatic subs coming in again. We all know the rules. You get you pick a squad of 15.
1: Well, that's why you have a bench, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. His,
2: his point of view is he didn't want to have a bench because he wants his first 11 to play, but it doesn't always work like that. Again, we all know the rules, so you pick. All right, your bench isn't going to be great from week to week, but you do try and pick a bench that are playing or whatever just in case two points might come off your bench. Um, again, whinging about it, but as soon as someone comes off his bench, he's absolutely buzzing. So I just, I just didn't get it,
0: to be honest, boys. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I, I am of the opinion I mean, oh, and it's 15 players. And also, you, your vice captain is your safety net. You have to pick the right vice.
1: Do any of you remember FPL before you got to pick a vice captain? I don't know. So when it would probably would have been about 2009, probably about been around then, you used to choose your vice captain based on one of three criteria. So it was either the most expensive player on your squad the best value player in your squad, or the or the most informed player in your squad, I think before that game week. Right. So you could you could set it, and then FPL would do the automatic vice captain thing. And obviously, they've changed it to add the vice captain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just one of them. It's always luck, isn't it? At the end it's of the day, it. it's 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 a game of luck.
2: Don't don't get me wrong. If if you know, yes, sometimes it is annoying. I, I understood his point to a degree. But it was as if he didn't know the rules. But he quite yeah. clearly does that was that was the thing I'm getting at is he knows the rules. So you either pick a good vice captain or one that you think might do as well as your captain just in case. And same with yep. the substitutions, you you pick a all right bench, so then you do get points coming off it. Yeah. You know, if FPL then changed it suddenly and said, Right, you only pick a squad of eleven and just one captain, no vice, then yeah, fine. We all go, yeah, that's great but it isn't. So it was just an invalid point, I think. So can, yeah. he, I'll, I'll pick his toys back up and uh, I'll deliver them to him. <laughs>
0: well, Lovely. Oh yeah, that's I mean, fair. I think
2: mean, it's fair. Uh, just uh, while we're on, so I've got, because uh, that wasn't my topic, I've got a question for you both. Um, right. Obviously everyone knows I'm a QBR fan, so I've had more downs and ups. So, um, but obviously you're both fans of clubs that normally achieve the best they can. Um, How does it feel to be supporting a club that is under underachieving at this moment? And where do you think your future lies? Um Ooh, great you, question. Tom first.
1: Well, obviously Everton haven't been doing that well this season. Um And it was... Everyone looked at our fixtures at the start, and it was like, oh, you know, you're going to be in and around the top bit, but, you know, that's not how Everton works. Um, and, I mean, Marcus Silva, you just had to go come in. He knew, stood on, stood on that touchline at Anfield that it was time. Um, we all knew it was time. And then he's gone. Um, big dunks come in. He's rallied the troops a bit. I was fully expecting to be bottom three um, come the new year with this run of fixtures could still happen. But I mean, yeah. the run, the win against Chelsea, um, I did say on a past podcast, actually, that Chelsea would lose at Goodison You'd, and they yeah. never do well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. And then the draw at Old Trafford last week. I mean, the defensive performance was solid. I mean, we didn't create a lot much going forward, but we didn't let them create much either. No, no,
2: you definitely, um, definitely picked up. So what? So what So for the rest of the season, then you think you'll be all right?
1: I think there's a lot of talk of Ancelotti coming in um, and yeah, if he comes in, I think that signals the intent we've got and I think aiming for this season, I'd be, I'd take I think I'd take probably 10th and win the League Cup.
2: Fair enough, yeah. Thank you, Tom. Thank you very much. Yeah. And now now on to you, Matt. Same question.
0: Yeah, so it's it's been a bit of a, a roller coaster as far as sort of emotions going Arsenal this season, so I think we started off all right at one point, and we were up to th- to third in the league. Um, but I always there was always this underlying thing that we're just sort of scraping wins. And well, Spurs mm. are doing shit. Everton, as Tom said, doing shit. Man United didn't start very well. Chelsea were under a new le- leadership, and I think initially it made us look good because of those other factors. Yes. Um, then it started to catch up with us, and actually the tide turned. it t- turned pretty quickly as well some bad results um some really more of a
1: tsunami turning tide
0: yeah some really really bad performances and initially it started turning like sort of the emotions i was turning like quite angry yeah um and that, that happened quite quick and then obviously that that went to Emery. um he you know he battled on i don't i don't dislike Emery don't get me wrong I just, I just don't think it suited him in the end I think he had a real problem with the language barrier yeah um, you know I, he's, he's gone now and I, I hope he gets another job I hope he does fucking well because I, I think generally he's a nice guy good bloke but obviously sometimes you just don't it just doesn't work does it no uh, do um, you think
1: as well Matt sorry to interrupt sorry. but some of the results you got like I know you went to watch them against Bournemouth didn't you yes
0: yeah, so it, it's uh, the performance uh, the results were hiding their performances uh, so and
1: you but you beat you beat Bournemouth but actually no one really realized Bournemouth were in a massive rut yeah. as well and they lost they went on to lose five in a row i think after that.
0: Yeah we were just um, honestly the performances were being overshadowed by oh yeah another three points arsenal have won at home but actually i was at that game we were dreadful and if Bournemouth had got something out of it you would have said fair play we were lucky. Um i went to the villa game where we won 3-2 we were 2-1 down against villa at home we were playing shit if it wasn't for yang and a bit of magic we would we'd have lost that as well but you know Freddie's come in now i think fair play to him because they've taken all these backroom staff out i'm hearing stuff like you know perma Asaka, is the assistant they haven't really got anyone else the doctor has been doing fitness training so we are like exactly so I look at Freddie. <laughs> Everyone else just sees, "Oh yeah, still playing shit." But I feel for him. He's got no support around Yeah, him. He's, no. like, it's his first time, and you know, when we beat West Ham away, mean, that shows how bad West Ham are. That yeah, you know, you could see what it meant to him, and the fans literally love him, still love him. We could we could keep losing and keep losing, but he's we know he's in a shit situation. We've been linked heavily with Arteta, and you know, whoever comes in, I'll back up hundred percent. But I think yeah. it's going to get worse before it gets better. So, what do you think the best you could do this season is? I'll the be best com, we could com, do. Com what about um, genuinely? I think, and I, and I mean, I, I, think we could sneak sit. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think we won't win any. We won't win any competitions. Um, I think if we, and that's if we do a bit of a run of form, it's still yeah. quite. Who did she get in the? Arena. Uh, we got Olympiakos. Oh, Okay. Um, but you know what? I just don't think we're really looking at it. We have got so many problems in the league at home we're not looking elsewhere but mm. yeah that's what i think i think it's gonna get worse lovely right better but yeah top man it's good you've well, got well, tough tough good. topic there Hope, hope everyone enjoyed that and you've you've nice and prolonged that with your questioning just to probably get past this quiz part but here it that's is it, that's it bulk it out of it so 60 seconds on the clock so we have our leaderboard at the moment with hayden at the bottom on one <laughs> one <laughs> one uh Ash, oh, Ash- that Hey,
2: that ain't bad. That ain't bad. <laughs> oh,
0: that's quite good. Oh. Um, and then we've got Ash Miller with four. So um obviously me and Tom take turns back and forth. I ask purely Premier League questions. Tom will ask fantasy league questions. Um you have sixty seconds. Tom, do you want to go first or second?
1: Um shall I start and you do the timer?
0: Perfect. Right. Yeah. Re- ready, Are you ready, Tufts? Yep, yeah, ready. Right, three, two, one, go.
1: Okay, who's the top-scoring midfielder in FPL? De
0: Bruyne. Which Premier League player has the record for the most straight red cards? Kevin Nolan.
1: Who's the highest-owned goalkeeper?
0: Ooh, Schmeichel. Who has scored the fastest Premier League hat-trick in history? Teddy
2: Sheringham.
1: Who's the player who's been in the dream team the most this season?
0: Uh, Lundström. Derby County have the record for the fewest wins in a season. How many matches did they win? Three.
1: Five players have lost 0.6 million since the start of the season. Name one of them.
0: Pass. Who has the Premier League record for the most assists in one season? De Bruyne.
1: Who's the most expensive FPL player?
0: Marnie. And last question Who sponsored Chelsea's kit when they won the 04 05 Premier League?
2: Yeah. Um, don't know, don't care, because they're fucking
0: shite. <laughs> <Why am> I- <laughs> Quick Quiz over. How, how do you find that tough?
2: Uh, it's quite nerve wracking actually once you get going. Um, <laughs> but I think I've got a couple. I think I got. I know I've got two right, I, I believe. But yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, got more. But I know I think I've got two. OK.
0: All right.
1: So the first question was who's the top scoring midfielder? And you said De Bruyne, and you are correct.
0: Brilliant. Get in. tough. So well done. So, first Good question up. for me was <laughs> which Premier League player has had the most straight red cards in history? Yeah, you heard. said Kev Nolan. Uh, it's big Duncan Ferguson who's got oh, six. Really? Get in.
1: Sir, Sir Duncan Ferguson. <laughs> Soon I to said be.
2: Yeah. I thought, oh, no, maybe Roy Keane, but yeah, I wouldn't have said Duncan.
1: I said, who's the highest owned goalkeeper? You said, Kasper Michael. It's in fact, Button of Brighton.
2: All oh, right,
1: okay.
0: Yeah. 21%. I've got him. Yeah,
2: that's, yeah, that's because it's a cheap subkeeper, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, my next question was, who has scored the fastest Premier League hat trip? You said, Teddy Sheringham. And the answer is Sadio Mane. Oh, Ooh.
1: yeah. Um, most times in the dream team, you said Lundstrom. It's actually Jamie Vardy six times.
0: Fair enough. My uh, next question was, Derby County have the record for the fewest wins in a season. How many matches did they win? You said three. The correct answer is one. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> one shit. One win.
2: One That's win. New- <laughs> Didn't they get up, like 11 points? Like yeah. That, yeah. Eight, eight, yeah. eight
0: yeah. draws and a win. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think they beat Newcastle and drew of Newcastle that season, right?
0: Shocking, shocking.
1: Anyway, I, um, my fourth question was five players have lost 0.6 million since the start of the season. You passed, yeah, you could have said, um, Fraser, Callum Wilson, Gilfie Sigurdsson, Moisey Keane, or Che Adams. Oh, wow.
0: Uh, my next question, was... I started well, but <laughs> it's it's gone off the rails, mate. I'll be honest. That's it. <laughs> Uh, who has the Premier League record for the most assists in a season you said De Bruyne it's Thierry Henry who had 20 oh, bloody hell but De, De, um, who, De Bruyne is on track to potentially beat that this season
1: who's the most expensive player you said Mane after some hesitation and it is Mane so that's second correct answer hey,
0: He's it is off the bottom and my final final question was who sponsored Chelsea's kick when they won the 4 5 Premier League you said you didn't give a shit say shit Fly emirates. Fly emirates was the answer. So you you're tough you didn't get any get you it. didn't get any of mine right. Oh no. Oh no. Well that just goes to show, isn't it? Because uh, being a
2: QBR fan, we're not in the Prem, are we? So like, <laughs> there's know. the excuse. There's the excuse. Excuses are coming out.
1: But two two FPL ones, correct? So Tuffy, that gives you a total of two points. So you are in second place. Lovely.
0: Mid table, you'd take that, wouldn't you? I'd take that all day long.
1: Uh, lovely job
0: so that's the quiz out of the way and now we'll go back to Fatty's Little Cup and we'll look at some fixtures this week Uh, Tom do you want to kick us off with who you've looked at this week
1: yes I've tried to pick two people that I don't think we've mentioned much on the podcast Um, I've picked as we've got his son on I've picked Kev Duffy's fixture uh, against Joe Um, so Kev is 39th in the cash cow He's bottom of his group, two wins, six points, um, not doing very well. Hell. Joe's third on points. Um, I've had a look at their teams. Uh, the reason I picked this because Kev could be eliminated this week um, if results go against him. So, you know, I thought you know take take a chance to actually talk about him. Um, yeah. So, I've looked at their teams. Um, they've only got four players the same in their starting lineup, So they are Soyuncu, Lundström, Mane and Vardy. Um, and the rest of the teams are quite differential, really. So you've got Kev with Ryan in goal, Joe with Gator in goal, Guaita, whatever you say his name. Um, then you've got, Kev's got Kelly at the back, Joe's got Willi- Willems at the back. And in the midfield, we've got some big names here. So, Kev's got Deli Ali and Kevin De Bruyne with N'Golo Kante. I was surprised to see Kante in his team. Um, Hello? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Whereas Joe's got Raheem Sterling, James Madison and Mason Mount. Now, Mason Mount's fallen off a cliff recently, hasn't he, with his form? So, I don't know if he'll even still be in his team. And up front, you've got Harry Kane. I mean, the the Tuffy family love Harry Kane, don't they? They really are. They're like... Probably got posters of them and up above their beds and stuff, you know. Um, and then Kane and Mousse. Now, I, I hate Mousse, all right, the bastard. I've had him in, in my team three weeks, and he's done nothing. Shit. <laughs> um, and then Joe's got Rashford and Jimenez. So, a bit Joe's front three of Vardy, Rashford, and Jimenez against Kev front three of Kane, Vardy, and Mousse. So, I've done some fixture analysis as well, and I, I've gone, for, I've actually. I don't know if anyone's done this before. I've predicted what I think the score is going to be in this game.
0: Oh, blimey.
1: So so I've worked out, and I think Joe's going to win 51-45. So there won't be much in it. See how how
0: close you
1: are. And they've both got Mane, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with Mane this week. Um, Their benches are both pretty terrible, so I think he'll be sold rather than benched. so yeah, I think I think unfortunately, Tuffy, I think your dad's gonna lose and he'll probably be eliminated this week. So
2: Yeah, no, that's that's no more than he what he thinks anyway, so
1: okay. It's nice it's nice that he's he's in agreement <laughs> then.
0: Tufts, who've you picked out this week?
2: Right, so I've gone for group B. Um Ben Gerrish versus Dan Rogers. Um the reason I've gone for this game and this group is because as you've said earlier, that no one's actually qualified, and no one's actually out, and everyone is still within a within a chance of qualifying automatically. So it's it's a really open group. Um, and Ben has sat bottom the whole the whole you know since the cup started. He sat bottom this group, but with a win this weekend. And if results go his way, he could actually move up to third and automatically be in an automatic spot. for.
1: Oh, imagine that.
2: Um, Which, you know, it it would be fantastic for him. Um, But so anyway, they've got five players the same. Lundstram, Martial, De Bruyne, Madison, and Vardy. Um, So, yeah, three midfielders the same there. Uh, Vardy, they both captained him last week, which I think quite a lot of people did. So, you know, thinking along similar lines. Uh, there's six different players, though. Ben has Pope in goal. Trent, Alexander-Arnold, who isn't playing. Kelly and Zaha away at Newcastle. Mane, again, who isn't playing. And Tammy Abraham, who's got Spurs away. Um, Dan Rogers' side. He's got Henderson in goal. Diop, Chil- Diop who isn't playing. Chilwell away at City, Mount away at Spurs, Firmino, who isn't playing, and Rashford away at Watford. So, out there starting 11 from last week, they're actually only playing nine aside. side. Um, both of them have got players on their bench. Uh, ben has got wan and Rico that didn't play, you know, he didn't pick last week. So, I think they'll probably come in for him.
1: That's that's not a bad bench no, actually it's
2: not to bad be fair. At all. Uh, Dan Rogers bench is Matt Ryan, obviously. So it's only a keeper for a keeper. He's already got a keeper that's playing, so that would just be the, the choice of which keeper he wants to play. And the only other sub he has is McTominay. Um, so looking at the two teams, I do think it will come down to transfers. Um, so whether they want to sacrifice their league position and make a few this week because they're technically. Only will have eleven players playing, or it will come down to captain. Pick. But like I said last week, they've picked the same captain, so um, I do think big baby Ben Gerish will um, will just edge it.
1: Um, oh, is it was that Tuffy? Is that going to be ironic if he uses the players off his bench, considering he doesn't believe that he should even have a bench? Well,
2: this is it. This is it. it would be very ironic, and and we'll see if he does win, and if a player comes off his bench to win it for him what he will be saying on sunday evening it will be very interesting <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: very uh, good very I, I look, good i look forward to hearing from him but yeah ben ben will edge it
0: oof big big call could could throw group b up in the air big time
2: yeah. if he and starts getting a result there he the two players above him are playing each other and he does need a draw in that game which is very unlikely but he needs a draw him win his game and he will be in the automatic third spot Massive. Good Actually luck. Massive. Good luck to him. And good luck to Dan Rogers.
0: Well done, tough. Well good, good analysis there. Love it. Love it. I've I've stayed in group B because it is the one of interest at the moment. And I've gone for the battle of the Titans. So I've gone for the two lads at the top, Hayden on 16 points, Beber on 15 points. You know, these are big, big teams here. You've got Beber who's first in the cash cow, Hayden third. There is 23 points between them. And I've looked at the teams. And with no surprise, they are very, very similar. So, Matt, you
1: love a, you love a similar team, I don't do, because
0: it comes down to real, real small moves. So, it's going to be a close game because you know there's not much between them. The captain pick is fucking massive for these boys this season. And also, it just depends with what they're going to do with their Liverpool players. So, the the players that they have together are Kelly, Lundstrom, Soyunchu, Mane, De Bruyne. Abraham, Vardy, Jimenez. So they oh. have exactly the same front three. They they played 4-3-3 last season. They had one midfielder different, two mid defenders different, and the keeper. That's it. So I'm looking at the keepers. So it's Pope for Beber, Heaton for Hayden. Both got a chance of a clean sheet. Heaton's at home to Southampton. Pope's away at Bournemouth. Not much yeah. between them there. Yeah. Two defenders that are Different got well for Beba away at City, probably not gonna keep a clean sheet. And then you've got Aurea at home to Chelsea, potentially not gonna keep a clean sheet. So that's pretty fucking close. Like I said, they've got the three front men exactly the same, Abraham Vardy and Jimenez. The two different midfielders they've got. Beba's got Ali, Hayden's got Son. Oh both in the same game. So that's gonna be a real turn up there. Liverpool player-wise, they've both got Mane. So it depends what they do there, where they take him out. I know Hayden, when he was on the pod, said about he would potentially him tra- out, yeah, transfer him out. I reckon Bebber will keep him because has had him since early doors and there'd be so much value and price tied up in him. Um, Bebber's also got Trent. Um, so he's got to think what he's going to do there. But looking at the benches of who they might call upon, Bebber's bench is a lot better. A lot better. So Hayden's got Kay Hill, he's still injured, isn't he? As far as I'm aware. Yeah, I think he's He's got David Silver, who's still injured, I believe. Hmm. He's got doozy Oh wow. How, he's
1: got David Silver. So David Silver must be like seven and a half, eight million.
0: Yeah, he sat on Hayden's bench and I think he's still injured. So he's got two injured players and Guendouzi. Doozy. So he's basically got three Crocs. And then his goalkeeper is McGovern. So then you go to Beber's bench. So he has Kelly, who's away at Newcastle. He has Cantwell, who's at home to Wolves. And he's got John McGinn, who's at home to Southampton. I think if he brings in Cantwell and McGinn for Trent and Mane, that is what will just about get Bebba the win. But it's going to I be think close. It's going to be so, so close.
1: Hayden's could get rid of David Silver, couldn't he, and keep Mane, really, well, realistically.
0: Get, yeah. 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 He could do, but like it's going to come down to the bench the, and whether they use it or they sub players out, and it's going to be fucking tight this one. But no, be a good, good game.
2: Yeah, that's a very good pick there, Matt. I have to admit, because they're both doing very well in the league as well, so they're not going to want to take points hit. So
0: no, they won't. A very they good really pick,
2: won't. It's going
0: to be a very close game. Yeah, and you know both of them, have said, they probably wish they were through at this point. You know, they've picked up. What five wins each, and Hayden's got a draw on top of that. Yeah, still not through. They're probably thinking, "Fuck's sake!" Last thing they, I to think, pick up a defeat, and then you know, if Rogers and Hooker pick up wins, suddenly Be- Beba's in trouble.
1: I think they could both go through this week. You know, if results go their way in the, in the group, it doesn't really matter if they win or lose because they are they are a bit ahead, aren't they? Of fourth place. True.
0: Yeah, if Beber wins and Dan Rogers doesn't win, they're they're through. Yeah, so that could be interesting. But that was my pick. That was my pick. Lovely, thank you. Um, and
1: so, yeah, now on to the score predictions. Yeah, so
0: we, should um, we go through our last one first,
1: Tom. Yeah, so um, obviously the leaderboard so far is Ash Miller on eleven, which was ridiculous. Um, Hayden on seven. Um, so Hayden got seven correct results last week. Zero correct scores. Um, so good performance from him, to be fair. And you've got Gerrish with two. So, um, yeah.
0: Before we, before we go for it, let, let's point out Tuffy is at a disadvantage <laughs> this week because there are only nine fixtures. You know, oh, yeah,
1: shit. So,
0: so I think it, I said to yeah. Tuffy, earlier, we'll do it like, you know, on Top Gear when you have like a wet lap. So we'll put this as like a yeah. wet, wet prediction because you can only get a maximum of what 27 points instead of 30. Yeah. Um, but if he gets 27 points, you know, Fair play yeah Radio, it's oh, this is the issue. what would
1: what, the other fixture would be Liverpool West Ham wouldn't it yeah. yeah so I mean we could always just give them a point for a Liverpool victory and I don't know how you want to do it
2: I'd tell you what I could uh, not that not that we'll remember this but I'll predict the score of what it would have been and then we'll try and remember it in the future when they play the game All right, okay then. and then we'll add it to my my tally then okay where, where was it? Was that Anfield or or?
1: Oh, that's a bloody question.
0: Um now yeah, I'll Yeah, look it Tom, I'll look it up. Tom can be our our data manager.
1: Might fill for a bit and I'll just I'll just look it up
0: now. Oh, I'll feel for a bit. How, how's QPR doing, Tufts? Uh,
2: not too bad. Not too great, mate. We started started off better, but we've kind of oh. slipped slipped down the league a little bit. So uh I'm I'm you know I'm, I'm happy with where we are. We're 12th in the league, so I'll take
1: it's, it. Yeah, fair enough. It's, it's at the Olympic Stadium. Right, okay, brilliant. Thank or London you. Stadium, whatever they're calling it nowadays.
2: Yep, no problem. So, yeah, we can all we can all then uh, predict that one and then see what we get in the future.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Right. Goodison Park then, Tom.
1: Yeah. Um, home win, 2-0. 2-0 Everton. Um, I just think we're we're on a little bit of an upward spike. You're on a massive downward spike. Good times, player. Yeah. Two 0
0: Toughers.
2: Uh, I'm going similar to Tom. Two one Everton um, for the exact same reason. I think they're just on an upward spike, and yeah, you're just shit. So I've
0: yeah. <laughs> got I've gone two one Everton as well. Yeah, I think
1: oh, confidence, Matt.
0: Yeah, well, no, you know, we play this game. You know, I don't play with yeah. my heart. Play with my head. So I think, yeah, two, I think you'll beat us two one.
1: Fair enough. Um, so Villa Park, uh, I've gone, I've gone one all with Southampton.
0: <laughs> Fair oh, enough.
2: I have also gone one all.
0: Have oh, yeah. I've yeah. gone a two nil Villa. Up the Villa. Up the Villa.
2: Just like they're at quite... the moment, they're two 0 up against the Liverpool youngsters, aren't they?
1: They are. They are. Liverpool reserves, isn't it? Must it. it it's
2: not even reserves,
0: written. is it? It's literally kids. Yeah, under 23 squad, isn't it? Oh well, yes, yeah, under 19 squad. Yeah, I think, yeah. was it Average age,
1: 19? Yeah. Isn't yeah. isn't it Stan Collymore up front with um, Benito Carbone playing centre mid? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Colin, like, Colin Bournemouth,
1: it Bournemouth Burnley. Burnley. Bournemouth Burnley. I've gone 1 0 again, another 1 0 draw.
2: Um, I've also gone for a draw so we're matching each other here but 0-0 uh, I've gone for
1: Oh an exciting game
2: Yeah I, I think it'll be very dull I really do on the
0: South Coast. <laughs> I, I've gone a one-all as well I think it'd be shocker it'd be, like, this, oh. one, this one's scre- I don't know is this one going to be last on match of the day? Newcastle no, Palace got, is a contender
1: i one that's, uh, that's potentially last on match of the day
2: uh,
0: um, down, brighton
1: Downfield United Yeah I've gone Brighton two, Sheffield United nil.
2: Oh, Sheffield United are quite good away from home, but I think Brighton will do. Think, and
0: I've gone one all. One all, and I've gone Brighton two, Sheffield United one. Oh, all gone different. Yeah.
1: Now, this next game, um, hold on to your hats, guys, because Newcastle against Crystal Palace. Um, I've gone for a dull nil nil. In this game.
2: Okay. I've gone for Palace to win 2-0 away.
0: Oh, Wow. Okay. I've gone Newcastle 1-0 at home.
1: Oh, lovely. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that game doesn't excite you, does it? I mean, if you've got defenders, you're probably starting them in that game.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you definitely are. Definitely are.
1: Carrow Road, then. Norwich. I've gone Norwich, nil. Wolverhampton Wanderers, three. Oh, that's a big scoreline there. Bloody hell. Yeah.
2: I've
0: yeah,
2: I've gone for Norwich one, Wolves two,
0: and I've oh, gone you... for one all. Boring.
1: No one's that's me predicting Wolves score threes. The first, the highest scoring team so far. When else <laughs> is twos, ones, or zeros? <laughs> it's
2: going to be a drab week. Obviously. It's going to be uh, a shocker.
1: Galore. galore. Um, then City Leicester. Speaking of goals galore, yeah. I've gone for a two all draw.
2: Oh, Desmond.
0: I've gone for three one city. Oh wow. I've gone for three two city. I think it'll be a bit of a thriller. It's gonna be a massive game. Massive yeah. game. Yeah. Big, big game.
1: Yeah. And then are we on to Sunday? Is that Watford United Sunday? That is, yeah. Um I've gone for a equally dull nil nil draw here. Oh wow. <laughs> I think Ni- Ni- I think Nigel Pearson's got m- Looking quite good again. I mean, they didn't look; they didn't get embarrassed at Anfield, did they?
2: No, true. No, and they didn't. Everton, they Everton
1: showed that if you shut up shop against United, they they don't really break you down.
2: Well, I've gone for a United three one win. Oh, I think they will break Watford down. I just I just think Watford will come out of their shell a little bit now with a bit of confidence, yeah. and
0: I think United will break them down. Oh. I've done as the same tough 3 1 United. I think they'll just I think if they get an early goal, Watford will have to come out. And I think mm. on the counter, United are just ridiculous. Yeah.
1: And then the toughie derby, um, he he loves these two clubs. Um Tottenham, Chelsea. I've gone Tottenham two, Chelsea nil.
0: I've gone Tottenham two, Chelsea one. And I've gone Tottenham two, Chelsea one.
2: So Tottenham win then. Have you been yeah. looking at my notes, Matt?
0: Yeah, I've been looking through your windows for ages, mate. Have it.
2: Yeah, you oh, yeah, cool. need to
1: put some curtains up, Tuffy. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's
0: it. <laughs> and some fucking trousers on.
1: <laughs> right. Lovely. Um, oh, well, still so we got the, we'll...
0: West Ham, Liverpool, innit? Yeah. Oh, up yeah. Liverpool. I forgot about that one. Go on then, Tufts, for your uh, predictor, what have you gone for? I've gone West Ham one, Liverpool three. Oh. What are you going to say, Tom?
1: Uh, I'm going to say 1-0 Liverpool like some maggoty own goal or something
0: oh, I'm going to go 3-0 Liverpool
1: 3-0 we'll
0: go for that oh, I'm to
1: remember that I'm sure someone will remind us won't I've they
0: r- I've written it down I've written it down Let's okay go. we'll remind yeah. it. we'll remind it uh, and then on to our, our final segment of, uh, of the podcast our differential picks now ooh. I actually <coughs> fucking picked someone last time who fucking did something
1: Get in there. Uh... Get
0: in there. I picked Deli Alley. Like I said on time, it felt like a bit of a cheap pick because he just about fulfilled the criteria of being a differential. And he's he scored yeah. nine he scored nine points so. Well done. That's that's Thanks. good. That's uh fucking well chuff for that. Well
1: chuffed. Yeah. Just say um Hayden, our last guest, picked um John Fleck just a week too early. Um yeah. he got two pointer, but last week he scored a brace, didn't he, John Fleck? So um
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And...
1: Never, never mind, Hayden.
0: And who did you pick last time, Tom?
1: Uh, Miguel Almirón, I think. How did he get on? He got a classic uh, differential score of two.
0: Perfect, perfect. So that's what we want, isn't it? We want
1: a two-pointer every week.
0: We we really do try to be consistent. Really After the
1: start, consistent. we had picking one pointers like two seems two seems a bonus.
0: Lovely, lovely. The current
1: top score of Tuffy for a guest is six points for their guest. So you've got Ben and Ash on six.
0: Okay, right. I'll do my best. Do you want me to kick this one off?
1: Yeah, I do Matt, then Tuffy, and then I'll I'll end.
0: Okay. So I've I've gone for a midfielder this week. Um, I've gone for 2.2% ownership. So well under that 5%. Very cheap as well. Only 4.9 million. Um, this person has two goals in his last two home games and is playing a team that have lost four out of the last five Premier League games. That sounds good, doesn't it? Mm. It does. That catches your attention. Those facts, those figures, that price, all of those things. And then this is where I drop it in and you change your mind, interestingly, because I say Musa Suzoko. Oh, wow.
1: The Spurs player against
0: yes. Chelsea. Yes.
1: Okay, he's only four point nine million.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he's playing hmm. week in week out for Jose.
1: Yeah,
0: I, he's a he's a punt more than anything. I just think I think Chelsea have gone off the rails a little bit. I think people might be looking at this game thinking it will be good. But I, I I wouldn't be surprised. I know I said two one Spurs in the predictions, but I wouldn't be surprised if if Spurs really did beat them quite well.
1: That's what happens when Duncan Ferguson gets in your head, like he did to Frank Lampard. You're just you're just gone.
0: Terrified for life, terrified for mm. life. But that, that's my pick. He says he's got two goals in the last two M games. You wouldn't have thought that because you know he, he can't hit a fucking barn door. But he is my pick this week. So yeah, see, see what pick. happens. Well, it, I say on, on paper when you read out those stats, you go, oh fucking, have you got you got me the interest there. I th- I thought you were going to say John Joe Shelby. He's injured. He was going to be my pick. Oh. He's injured. He's not going to play. He's got, he's got two in his last two home games, isn't he? I think as well. Yeah, and home to Palace. I would generally I looked at him, yeah. but he, he they reckon I looked online and he's not really available. Oh, so there we are. Who, who who's next then? Who, who can beat Toffey? Yes, <laughs> I'll go next. Um,
2: my my pick is owned by one point two percent of the people, so even lower. Uh, it's in the early kickoff on Saturday. So, and I think Tom will like this one. It's Dominic Calvert-Lewin.
1: Yeah. Now,
2: (laughs) I haven't looked into stats or anything like that. I've just had a quick look on the website. Um, I looked at this fixture because, like I said, I think Arsenal are bag of shite at the back. Um, (laughs) So, I've literally gone purely on that and and I I looked at an Everton team. I was, you know, Calvert-Lewin's been playing recently. Uh, I think he scored, last, not the week just gone, the week before.
1: He scored brace against Chelsea, yeah.
2: Um, and, yeah, I just think a bit of confidence behind him. He could be not a bad Everton player. I think he
1: should change name to Duncan
2: Calvert-Lewin the way he's yeah, playing. that's it. Um, and like I said, Arsenal ain't great at the back. So, he again, he could bag another brace. So, I, fingers crossed he does. But if he didn't yeah. score as a one, I'd be happy with that pick
1: lovely pick love that I thought
2: I you think, would...
0: I think it's a good pick right. to be fair I also had a little look at him but yeah. I also had a little look
1: so Tuffy you thought yours was differential right so I've gone for a player who's 0.1% owned oh by God. Amir, <laughs> like Charlie eight,
2: Austin playing the championship I <laughs> uh, mean
1: 8,405 8, <laughs> people own him out of what 7 million um <laughs> Now, I've picked this player for two reasons. One, because I, I really, really like him as a player. I like his style. And second, because it's, it's that time of year, isn't it? It's getting to the festive season. So I've gone for Andy Christmas Carroll. Um, That's <laughs> my, my pick. Um, he, he played 90 minutes last week. which so is he won't be
0: seen for another six months then?
1: It's an achievement <laughs> for him just to stay on the pitch that long. He's got two assists in his last three, so he's actually added he has added a assist side to his game. He put in a lovely cross for Shelby the other week. I, um
2: I could be wrong here, Tom, but um have you have you not contradicted yourself? Didn't you say Newcastle nil Palace nil?
0: He did. Yeah. He did. I've got it written down.
1: You, you, you know, I just I just picked two pointers, don't I? So right. that's what okay, I'm fair on.
2: enough. I see your vision now, I see your vision.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's 5.4 million. So he's, he's cheap. So if you're looking for a Mousse replacement, you know, he's, he's up there. Um, and yeah, I just think, you know, it's, it's, I was torn between uh, Jesus and, and Carol as it being Christmas and all. Um, but I've gone for Carol and yeah. So, he, and I think Steve Bruce loves him as well. He's like, he's like the son he never had. Well, he had Alex, didn't he? But he do not really count. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, and Big Andy Carroll playing up what, front for the tune.
2: For 0.1% ownership, that ain't a bad pick, Tom.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you, James.
0: You're welcome. Lovely. What, <laughs> what, what a way to, uh, to bring this uh, podcast yeah. to its... Is it, is uh, to this, its the last,
1: this is the last pod before Christmas, isn't it?
0: It is, yeah. We should probably do some sort of Christmas message, shouldn't we? Yeah, um, yeah just, just
1: wish everyone a Merry Christmas and good festive season.
0: Yeah, have plenty. I was of looking
1: history. at... The, the fixtures come thick and fast, don't they? So it's a really exciting time for FPL.
0: Yeah, lots of them on Prime. Is it Boxing Day? I've got all 10 games. So that'll be good. Yeah. Um, just eat and drink as much as yourself. So yeah. Have a fun time. Make uh,
1: a shit ton of drunk transfers. And yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Tufts, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Have you enjoyed yourself? Yeah,
2: it's been absolutely brilliant. Um, thanks for having me. And uh, You're welcome. Hopefully, I'll be on again before the end of the season when, uh, when it approaches the final, you know?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, you're you're already qualified, mate. You have got your feet up. See what the uh, the draw cup. I think when are we Just, doing the draw, Tom? Oh, uh, well, the, I think game week twenty one. New Year is it New Year's Day? It is. I think we're going to do about. I think it's going to be about middle of January or second it week have of January.
1: To be, it'll have to be January sometime, won't it?
0: Yeah. So that's going to be another little exciting one there. But yeah, beautiful. Time, time to to sign off, then, gents. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us, Tom. Love your company as always, and uh, merry, merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, all. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Bye.
1: Well done, guys. Hello.